say good morning afternoon or whatever this time because we have no idea when you'll be listening to this uh yeah you know back with another episode today uh whenever it is you're listening to this we have no idea but yeah hope you hope everyone's keeping well uh today's podcast is about our collab album mixtape whatever the the progress of of how that's going and uh we're also going to be talking about our favorite albums that come out this year so yeah. let's just get right the into year, it. Yeah, I mean the year's about halfway done, which is scary. But mm. yeah, so we figured we'd do that. But yeah, yeah, let's talk about the album first, man. So firstly, I, I keep calling it an album, but mm. it's really more of a mixtape. Yeah, it, definitely, but, definitely, you know, it's a really, mixtape. I don't really care about the technicalities. You know, it's just a collaboration project between the two of us. But uh, we have an it's it's a mixtape but also an ep and mm. i was going to mention bro this picture you sent me of wallace on whatsapp that you said is album cover material yeah let's use that for the ep like, i uh, i i would I, that would be cool yeah like i'm thinking let's have something that's um that we let's still work on the mixtapes cover because i think we had an idea for that yeah we would, let's yeah, not spoil it now but let's, yeah let's, yeah, but let's definitely use Wallace for one of these things. And yeah, maybe the EP or one of the singles. Yeah. Uh, Wallace is my hamster and also the, the official Coast to Coast pet. So yeah, the mascot. Yeah, he's the mascot. <laughs> he's chilling on the floor. He's a, anyway. he's a, very, he's a very unique looking hamster. He is. I've never uh, seen a, oh, another white hamster in my life, actually. Yeah. He's, he's a hamster with albinism, bruh. I mean, does he, or is he just white? I had, a, I had a German Shepherd that was, like, white, white. You had a German Shepherd that was white? That's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Wallace is white and he has red eyes, so he's more of, like, a rabbit in that sense. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. But speaking of the album, the album has been going good, making it. There's mm-hmm. been a little uh, postponement. Not really a postponement. Like, when, when you first sent me that message, like, yeah. But, yeah, basically... I'm, I've been recording in my studio with my mic, but Caleb, you have a whole other situation with your audio setup, yeah. which is why um, even though we're, we're still writing new stuff for the album and mixing and stuff, but yeah, you basically have taken some time to uh, about a month or two or so until because you want to get a hold of a proper mic so you can re-record everything is what you were saying but yeah that's correct yeah. tell r- remind me and the internet ghosts about how why this was required you know what's up with well, the setup and all that okay basically um okay i've been through like two microphones and um both of them have had have had like the issues you know the i mean what can you really expect when you buy like a, a microphone that's not very expensive but um at the same time, it's kind of like they were okay at first, but it's just getting frustrating to use that microphone because of all the humming. So I switched, and I'm I now use my phone microphone on my computer with this app called WoMic, and um, that's also kind of a hassle to use. And also, it's it's good audio, but it's it could be better if I just 
could get a hold of yeah. like a, 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 an actual microphone that's not just like a part of a phone you know so pretty much um we're still like penning you know we still got like ideas we got a whole bunch of stuff that's we're still working on the album but i th- but i was thinking that we should release it when i can get like proper audio for it or audio that i feel is like that i'm a bit more happy with you know that's pretty much it mm, yeah yeah my mic i've got a samson i can't remember the exact model but a samson usb condenser mic mm. yeah and it's it's the one that has the audio jack on the mic so oh, yeah. you don't need like a preamp to hear your stuff because that was the big thing i knew i had because no, i would love to get a preamp because i actually have a dynamic microphone i could use if i had oh like, wow a okay but they're expensive are, man amps are so expensive like i was just like nah i can shell out 500 600 rand for a usb microphone let's save up the the, the preamp is the next you know upgrade yeah. actually my next upgrade i want to i want to get like a windscreen shield for my uh oh for like the back my mic yeah, yeah 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 okay and then after that maybe get an amp and then maybe some like a and then if i really get some money to like i would love to get like an 808 machine you know just some like drum pads and stuff yeah yeah like i, I would love to get a midi controller that has a, a, a drum pad on it that would be cool mm. but yeah, yeah um that's pretty much it i mean other than that we've just been creating for the past I don't know, past four or five months, we've just been sending each other stuff, you know. It's been an interesting uh, creative process, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. And it's been good, man. Like Yeah, it's been uh, fun. Like, once we're done. At, at the very yeah, least, like, it's been like really once fun. We're done, yeah. Once we're done with it, I, I, I would love to maybe in the future do more stuff like this, you know. Mm. But like, obviously, I also have solo work I want to make. You have maybe like five other groups you're a part of. <laughs> I, well, I have like, I only have one official like, uh, what, what, like, like one official partnership that's like, that we have a name for. It's, it's with my friend called Reeve. His yeah. rap name is Split and our thing is called Division. We, we also, we've been trying to make a tape for like years, but um, we just, really it's just been a, like yeah. a three year beat picking process. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it's it's me and you it's well, me and cool, it's me and reeve and then it's me and my other homie don dre who's like one of like one of my favorite rappers who's also like my peer which is just crazy and um yeah and then my other homie duan but yeah yeah so that's what that's four i was off by one and yeah. then obviously you have your solo work so and i have my solo work together yeah but i mean the the, the other the other duos are like way way ahead in the future the only ones that I'm really mm. working on now is like you and my homie Reeve. Yeah, I guess with me, I've got, you know, our duo with you. Mm-hmm. I've got my solo work and then probably just one other duo, like my homie and Pilo. Like, we're definitely going to make, you know, collaborate together. We've, I think we have maybe like an album's worth of stuff that we've already made together. Oh, yeah? But we've only released like one song. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, You know what? I, the thing is, I just love collaborating i feel like you know you know who's who's very much like that is future he just does a mixtape with everyone like i'm the same i love you know working with uh people and like creating art is a collaborative process and i love just that process so yeah like there's also like there's another homie who's uh a bit more more in the production side of making music and once like uh before the lockdown started our plan was to have a studio session obviously now 
that's been postponed indefinitely. But yeah, that's still something we pl- we're planning on doing. Oh yeah. I mean, eventually, when I ah, when I when I when I can like produce properly as well, I'm gonna. I I would love to produce other artists' projects, you know, like like how Dr. Dre does and yeah, like, like Kanye mine. West and stuff. Yeah, I, dude, I would be so down to produce a <laughs> punk project. Okay, but uh, the other thing I like I just thought of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's say uh, the world gets its shit together and you can come this side to film some videos and stuff. I could call my homie Moya that lives down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to go to school with me, and he has—he actually has, I think, some kind of uh, qualification in sound production or something. But yeah, he's a dope-ass producer as well. If I, if I could get him and this other homie I was just telling you about now, if I could get both of them in my studio, you as well, maybe Impilo as well. Yeah. The amount of shit we could all make, bro. Bruh. That sounds amazing. We could be, we could have it could be like a, a compilation project of like just a, a bunch of your homies. That would be sick. Yeah, actually. Like, like even if it, like even if it's just um one or two or three songs, the fact yeah. that we got like this amount of vocalists, this amount of producers, you know, we can really make something. Mm. Truly, yeah, that would be cool, bro. Yeah. You know, you know what would be perfect, what would be completely ideal though, is if me and you could record the our project together. Like that would be amazing because it's just a completely different oh, energy. Yeah, it's a completely different energy when you're in the same room and you you like recording it. Bruh. Uh, our 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 sophomore project as a duo, maybe yeah. our first album, maybe yeah. our second mixtape, whatever. We got we got to do it together in person, right? Dude, that would be crazy. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. Hopefully by then um, we can afford to do that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, and, and since we're still and since we're thinking about the future and what we could maybe one day afford. Mm-hmm. You were in a band, right? You can play what's it, drums? I can play drums, yeah, yeah, Man, I play the drums. I would I would love to be in like a proper band, you know, like Yeah, I mean like, not just a rapper, but a rapper in a band, you know? Dude, I'm basically Anderson Pack if you think about it. Yeah, and I'll be <laughs> Zach De La Rocha. Ah yes, of course, of course. But wait, he he, he was the vocalist, right? He didn't play any instruments or what? Yeah, he was he's he was he's uh, Rage Against the Machine. He was the lead vocalist. Yeah. And in my opinion, he's basically a rapper. But yeah. I, yeah, he I think is pretty he can much. Can play some instruments. Okay. I think he can play the guitar. I don't know for sure, but yeah, like um, Tom Morello was, I think, the lead guitarist, the lead bassist. But he was the other big person in Rage Against the Machine. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I didn't even realize Zach De La Rocha was that old. <laughs> Bro, Rage has been around. Zach I know, yeah. Old timer. Thing is, I didn't even know Zach De La Roach's actual name, like from Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Yeah. You just knew Rage Against the Machine. Knew Rage Against the Machine. Ah. He's fifty. Damn, he doesn't even look that old to be fair. Damn, is he fifty now? He's fifty, yeah. Yeah, but you know, like Rage's most popular albums all came out before we were born, bro. Like, I'm pretty sure their last. I think they have like maybe one recent album after we were born maybe from like the early 2000s but yeah yeah like most of their new music has been tom morello's other stuff i think he made an album with chuck d and i think uh who was the other guy bun b i think it was as well bun b that's but, cool yeah I, I can't i know it was chuck d but i can't remember who the other rapper was it was but yeah tom morello uh did that i think it was called oh no it was the guy from uh no chuck d is Chuck D and Flavor Flav were in a group, right? Yeah. 
Well, I what? think public so. Enemy. I th yeah, yeah, Public Enemy was Flavor Flav and Chuck D. Yeah, so it was yeah. Uh, Chuck D. Oh no, Chuck D and DJ Lord. That was that was uh, Public Enemy. Flavor Flav is was Public Enemy as well. So yeah, Chuck D. Then okay, Prophets of Rage. Prophets of Rage um, is an American rap punk um, rap rock supergroup formed in 2016, consisting of Rage Against the Machine members. Ah, that's who it was. Be Real from Cypress Hill. So yeah. Oh snap! From, okay. Uh, Chuck D, Be Real, and then, yeah, Tom Morello and some other uh, instrumentalist. That's crazy, man. Jeez. I think there's a DJ in this group as well. That's kind of a... That's a yeah. really unexpected group, actually. Wow. Yeah, man. It's crazy. They have, they have some good music. It's not, like, the best in that genre, but, you know, like, just that concept alone, you know, it's, it's, it's some good stuff. They have hmm. a couple of great songs, man. Dope. I might have to check that out. Yeah. Um so yeah. Man, how many tracks do we even have for our album at the moment? I I, mean, I think we I days. think we have about like almost 20 working tracks. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so here's my working track list. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 uh And then you sent me a bunch of stuff recently. Uh, what else do we have? Those two you sent, the uh, yeah? mm -hmm. 17, 18. Oh, shit. And then I'm writing two, 19, 20. Oh, shit, bro. And then we have... Oh, we're at 20. Damn. I'm already at 20. We're not even done. Like, if, if we, if I, uh, there's the Drake, there's a two you, you recently wrote, but... Yeah. Yeah. If we still do that super long pr one... And yeah. the feature one. That's like twenty four tracks. Twenty two tracks. That's Yeah, I got I got twenty two, man. Crazy. Shit. That's quite a bit of that's a lot of songs. Growing, it's a lot of songs for the amount of time we've been working on it, eh? Hey bruh, we might end up having to cut it down, like have some tracks that don't even make it on either or But I mean those we can just yeah, release like, as like throwaway singles or something. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, man, it is, it's, it's wild to think that this thing started as like a, just a quick EP. and Bro, we, it was going to be seven like tracks. Adding songs and concepts and things. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy, like, man. We both still have so many beats that we still could, like we, there's still so many beats that I think, yeah, me and Caleb would be, could, you know, murder this. So, yeah. Mm, madness, man. Jeez. Yeah, I'm just thinking if we have like 22, that could easily, we split that up into like, Five and like an 18 track album bruh wow or maybe yeah but but the thing is a lot of our songs are quite short just because mm -hmm. i liked working with all of those beats that are well you know like two minutes something yeah so the album hopefully won't end up being that long even if it does have like uh 18 or 19 I think, tracks i think we could cut it at like Maybe 15, 14, and then the, the EP's like yeah. 7, and then we have I, like 2 things that we just released. I, I, I think we should um, check the, like, not the track listing, but the amount of time. Like, if you put the yeah. whole album into, like, Windows Media Player, check how long it is. And maybe, I think a good album length is like 40, 30-something uh, th minutes is standard. 
but like 40 something is a good album length. I think if we go 50 something minutes, that's too much. It's too much, yeah. Especially for like a, yeah. a, a mixtape, I think that's a bit too long. But uh, yeah, 40 minutes yeah. is good. Mm, if we could like work around like maybe 40 something, maybe 38, 42, you know, yeah. somewhere around that mark, maybe. I'm with you on that. Uh,. So you want to talk about albums now? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about our. our, Have we talked about our project long enough? Yeah, I mean we've spoken about pretty much everything there is to uh, (laughs) speak about. Oh where are we? Okay, let's move on. Okay, so. All right, I made. Yeah. Like we said earlier, obviously it's just over halfway in the year now, and um, there have been a ton of albums this year actually i haven't even gotten around to listening to a lot of them but um oh yeah man like i literally have like a little disclaimer here of albums that i'm pretty sure i'm gonna love but i just haven't gotten around to listening to them yeah it's mad man it's it's really hard trying to keep up with every single thing that comes out though bruh did you know lupe fiasco dropped like uh an out a short EP just the other yeah uh, like day. last last week I, I saw yeah. yeah I didn't even get to get around to listening to it yet but I know he dropped it yeah I I, I started listening to it but it, it it wasn't that great so I didn't end up finishing it oh but yeah Earl Sweatshirt also has a project that he just dropped the like he yeah an album he dropped the other day it's a really? deluxe edition of an EP he dropped earlier in the year oh yeah yeah so it's basically like another full project from him. Oh, Feet of Clay. Earl's been popping in the underground recently. Yeah, Feet of Clay. Like, uh, I really like his music, so I hear about whenever he has new releases. But, yeah, he's, he's clearly, like, he had his peak in terms of popularity, and now he's just chilling with his fan base in the underground just making music, man. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, some rap songs is, is really, like, it's just a cool album. And also, I don't like I Don't Go Outside. Yeah, I love that album. Oh man, like like I love uh, some rap songs, but you can like clearly tell how different it is in terms of like uh, like it clearly just seems to be him wanting to make music again rather than like like I don't go outside and what was the one um, before that? Uh, what was the first one called? But the first Doris, like, Doris. I think it was yeah, Doris and I don't go outside. You can see those are like projects where like real big projects. You know him trying to make his mark, prove himself. I think that was just after, like, Odd Future broke up, probably. Yeah, but you can see now he's sort of just, you know, chilling. Mm. The, it's, it's not as ambitious, I guess, is the word I was looking for. Right. But, hey, man, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Man, I fucking love that album. That's probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of my favorite of the last decade, for sure. Uh, Do you want to go first? Do you want to go first with your honorable mentions, or should I start with my honorable mentions? Um... I think do honorable mentions and your list at the same time, so... Ah, okay, so you want to go first or me? Uh, I don't mind going first. Oh, wait. Okay, so for my honorable mentions... Oh, by the way, I didn't just include albums, I also included mixtapes on this. Um, because... Yeah, because uh, I, I, I'm, I, I... I'm sure mine maybe even has an EP. Yeah. I'm just doing... If, if, if projects, I, I, you know? I... Yeah. If it was a project that came out, it counts. That's that's fair. Okay, so honorable mentions. I've got the baby's album. Blame it on baby. I'm not a huge the baby fan, but I actually really enjoyed this album, especially compared to his album that came out last yeah. year. Like I, I, it was it was good for me. Um, then I have little babies. I, I, uh, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't listened to 
any of the baby's albums yet, but every time I hear a song from him, like on YouTube, mm. he's a good rapper, man. Like he's decent, he's, yeah. He's very entertaining. Yeah, he yeah, is, man. I lo- uh, he, like, his charisma. He has such a good personality. Like for like, for like uh, the the songs that he makes is really cool. Yeah, like like of these new mainstream rappers that are starting to get big, I think he's the one that I'm really liking out of the bunch. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But um, yeah, I haven't actually gone. I haven't actually gone and listened to the albums yet. Then I have, um, then I have Lil Baby's album, My Turn. That was a solid, like, uh, album from Lil Baby. I'm also not a huge Lil Baby fan, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. He goes pretty hard on a lot of the songs. Like, I didn't expect that at all. Is it? Mm. Yeah. He, he, he had a, uh, a Black Lives Matter track recently. He did, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But but for me, I'll always know him as a guy who's, who's famous for the lyric, "Bitch, I'm little baby." Wow, wow, wow. Oh man, the poor guy. Um, then I have um, I have "Heaven or Hell" by Don Tolliver. Uh, also, oh, Don Tolliver's record is on your list. Mm. Yeah, I, I I love I, anything that comes from the Cactus Jack camp. I'm always gonna check out just because I love uh, Travis Scott so much. And uh, yeah, Don Tolliver is pretty much like he's very influenced by Travis Scott. You can hear obviously, and mm, um, yeah. But uh, it's it's good. It's good music that you can just jam to. You know, I like it. Mm. Then um. Then I have okay. Then I have Joyner Lucas's album ADHD. Now I know you're gonna disagree with me here, but uh. <laughs> The reason I have this here is because okay, I didn't think the yeah. album was was what it could have been. Like he hyped he hyped us up for like two years for this album, but um, he did, didn't he? I'm he like, did. this is this year's album for real. Yeah, there were only eight new songs on the album, and it's a sixty. I think no, it's like nineteen tracks in total, and there are only eight Bro, new songs. This album came out this year. Yeah, this came wasn't. Out this, year. Uh, this isn't an album from 2019. No, no, it's a 2020 album. It came out in March. Bro, I didn't listen to the album, but Joyner, dog, no, like <laughs> this album, <laughs> bro, he's been teasing it since 2018. <laughs> you know, man, that's at some point you gotta realize that's just too long for like a promotional period. Like on the oh, one hand, oh my bad, sorry, it's eight, like, yeah, it's I'm 18 tracks. Album. But I mean, you can be like, I'm working on an album, and you know, it it takes years until you actually put it out, but. Yeah, he properly started marketing this thing like in 2018 yeah. or something. Dude, he even he even went on a tour <laughs> at the end of at the end of 2018 and he called it the ADHD tour, which is the name of his album. Yeah, I think that's why I thought this must have been uh, a 2019 project at the most. Yeah. It, it took a while, but um yeah, I mean I I I love Jordan Lucas's rapping just because it's so like crazy and off the handle. Um Yeah. So I I enjoyed he, that album. A good rapper. He is a good rapper. That motherfucker can rap, man. Yeah. Um and then yeah, that that's pretty much it for my honorable mentions. Do you want me to get into my actual list now? Uh, yeah, you got a top 10 there? I got a top 10 here. All right. So I'm going to start with number 10. 10. I'm going to start with number 10, yeah. which is um Okay, my not my 10th favorite album of this year is Hard by Joel Ortiz and King Crooked. Ooh, they they made a collab album this year. Yeah, I and check um, out, man. it's just if at the very least, it's just amazing rapping. Yeah, what's the yeah. sound like? Is it like boom bap stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it, it's Joel Ortiz and I'm King Crooked. So 
Yeah, I'm guessing because it's called hard, it's like boom bap bangers, you know, that like punchy yeah. boom bap stuff. Very, and, like, and it's, like, it's, it's like, it's just like bars, like, oh, it's, oh, I, I love it, I love it. Um, yeah, but because it's Joel and, and uh, King Crooked, I expect it's also, you know, like... Also like radical, uh, some radical very, like like statements and stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, that as well. But I was guessing, yeah, it's probably stuff that's very lyrical. And also like old school kind of because it's yeah know, these guys have been around for a while so it is a bit boom bap but hard man yeah okay I, I wanna I'm gonna check this out and it's it's actually hard uh, is like an acronym it's like H dot A dot R D you know what I mean anyway of course it fucking is yeah <laughs> then I got um at number nine I have Pop Smoke's album Aim for the Stars Shoot for the Moon yeah and um. I have to say it's probably one of release, it, it is a posthumous release and in my opinion it's probably one of the best posthumous releases that have ever been made because a lot of the time it sounds yeah. like the artist just didn't even touch this this thing at all like they recorded a bunch of stuff and then the the label or whatever just took it and slapped it all together and didn't even consider like how the sound would actually be and when I hear when I heard Pop Smoke's album mm. I was like this is exactly what I would expect from Pop Smoke so yeah yeah I mean, on, on, on our first episode of the podcast, I actually mentioned uh, that I don't really like uh, posthumous albums. So I yeah. kept saying pride when it was, it's like, it's a matter of principle was the word I actually should have said. But yeah, the posthumous album I'm waiting for is uh, Capital Steezers. But yeah, maybe I should check out Pop Smokes. Mm. I don't know. I didn't really like his music too much, you know, and I only found out about his music after, you know. Uh, After he died, he died yeah. you know, rest in peace. I, yeah, for me, so I, I, I found out about Pop Smoke's music like just before he died, which is crazy. Yeah. Probably like a week yeah, or two. Yeah, he did just start. Yeah, he just started getting famous off of that song, and then it happened. Like, I mean, um, hey, what the first, that, the first thing the, I listened to was the big story was how yeah. tragic it was. I mean, I, I, I listened to his mixtape that came out this year, which is Meet the Woo Two, which is the second mixtape, and then yeah, and then this I album remember, came out I, now. After I heard about yeah, yeah, uh, where after I heard about him, I like uh, listened to a bunch of his like some of the singles that were on YouTube. Yeah. And you know, that was like, okay, he's he's alright, but I don't really feel it too much. You know, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna go look at these this guy's albums. But it, it's it's decent. You know? It's um I can see why he has fans. I think if if I had to describe Pop Smoke's music and the album, it's just like it's good stuff to just once again, it's, it's like it's like Don Tolliver's album. It's like it's good to just vibe to. Like, yeah. you, there's no there's no specific yeah, like, thing that you're looking for in it. It's just nice to listen to, you know. Ear can. Yeah, like 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 with Don's music, right? Like, I rarely ever turn it on, but it's the type of music that if I was at a party, you know, and it came on, I wouldn't like. It wouldn't be you know annoying. It'd be like, yeah, mm. this is good, you know. Yeah, I didn't, good party I music. I wouldn't personally go out of my way to pick it, but it's serviceable for what it needs. to to do you know? absolutely We're having a good time you know I'm, I'm you know talking with my homies smoking some smoke you know yeah good party music absolutely then um next on my list i have uh drake's mixtape dark lane demo tapes yeah yeah i'm still waiting for the album obviously but yeah um as as, as a project mm. i think it's better than scorpion which is Drake's 2018 album, and um, that that thing was fucking trash. Yeah, I mean, th- for me personally, there's definitely no, no. there's definitely a good, Dude. huh? 
I was gonna say Views was is probably his worst album in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I'm and with you Scorpion, on that. Scorpion isn't isn't much better, but it's a little bit better. I would say Scorpion uh, is Scorpion more is life, uh, oh yeah, more life is the other one. That's yeah, shit. <laughs> you don't like more life. Nah, but it's again some good songs, but mm. hey man. See, the problem with me with uh, find, with yeah? Scorpion was that there's definitely a good album in there. It's just so bloated with like other music. Like it's twenty five yeah. songs, man. If you just cut it down to like maybe twelve, it's a, it's a eleven disc songs. Album, yeah. Man. No, yeah. is it a double disc? It it is. It's like, it's a double album. One is an R and B album. One's a rap album. Oh, uh, bro! You know how we have uh twenty tracks working. Yeah. If we end up with like twenty five tracks, we can have an EP and a double disc album. <laughs> mixtape one, <laughs> mixtape two. Listen to them separately at your own time, because at the same time, this is too much, bro. Yeah, literally, literally, that's what they should have done with Scorpion. But yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, I got Dark Lane demo tapes on there again. It's also just yeah. like music that it's just nice to listen to. Um. Also, Dr- I yeah. mean, occasionally Drake has some good bars. I have to say, like. He has some yeah. cool I mean, stuff I to say sometimes. I haven't checked this project out, but yeah, that that song that has been like popping on social media that the, I, I've the, heard a, the two C slide uh, one some snippets of it, it's it, uh, no, not that one. It, the the most recent one where it's like speaking Arabic for a hard minute, you know. So oh, oh, his, uh, I think ripping is, off the UK people. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. No, that that wasn't on the, yeah, the mixtape. But yeah, that sounded pretty all right. So it's like. You know, I don't really want to listen to this, but it's good, you know? Mm. But, yeah, you're, you're honestly never going to find a Drake album on my top, you know, 10 list. Because hey, I haven't been listening to this motherfucker for a while, you know? He's n- not even not one of my favorite artists. He's probably one of my least favorite, in fact, probably hated artists. <laughs> I, I, for, the, for the most part, I just don't like this motherfucker's music. Like, Poor Drake. Some stuff <laughs> I like there's some stuff I like, right? Yeah. But there's just so much stuff that I I hate that just weighs it all down. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's like I I love Drake's early work so much that I just can't stop like yeah. listening to him now, just because just because it's a different like style. Like I'll always listen yeah. to what he puts out. Yeah, maybe I might not like it, but um. I'll always we'll listen it to it. it. I'll always give it a try. It's the same thing with like with with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, in my yeah. opinion, has has gone like he he started off so well, but he's kind of dipped in like the quality of his music. And but I'll still yeah. listen to it because Lil Wayne you, has always been one of my favorite artists. Have you heard Jack Harlow's "What's Poppin'? Yeah. Have you heard the remix with Wayne? I have. Yeah. <laughs> the good God remix is fire. Hey? It's I, yeah. I it's pretty good. Like eh? Lanes, but he's a good I also don't like Tory Lanez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, then um, after Dark Lane demo tapes, then I have Mac Miller's posthumous release, Circles. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Oh. This thing was so heart-wrenching and so hard to listen to just because uh, I was such a I'm huge... Uh, out, I was such a huge yeah. Mac Miller fan, man. And, like, obviously... Uh, I mean, okay, it's it, the album's pretty similar to Swimming, in my opinion. Um, yeah, that's the one he released just before just yeah, before his death yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really like that album uh, I think my favorite from him is Good AM but yeah mm-hmm. a lot of his a lot of the stuff before Good AM is pretty dope as well yeah and, my favorite is um, Macadelic actually yeah and Swimming is also really good but yeah Good AM is definitely my favorite album from Good AM is Good AM's great man it's such yeah. a good album yeah 
Honestly, if I do check out a posthumous album, which I usually don't like to do, mm -hmm. just because I feel like once an artist is gone, you know, you can't ask them to release anything more. But I might check out Max because I did really like his music. But also, man, I, I don't. I purposefully stayed away from some of his new songs, not just because I didn't want to hear posthumous stuff, but also because I knew, like, as you said, it was going to just be so heart wrenching and shit. Mm. It really is hard when you listen to some of the stuff you're saying. Like, it's pretty much just like a cry for help. But, uh,. Yeah, because, like, Swimming, he was... Ah, oh man, Swimming was an album about trying to overcome this shit, man. Yeah. That's what makes it so fucking sad. But anyway, um... Yeah, so I I, I loved... I really enjoyed... Li I haven't listened to it since the first listen, but it just stuck with me so much that I had to put it on here. Um, Then, after that, I have J Electronica's album, A Written Testimony. And it's it's not on here because it's J Electronica's debut what album. What number is it on? What number uh, is it on? This is on, like, what, six, I think? Six. But I it's not... Made it to six but it's not list. It's not on here because of J Electronica. It's on here because... <laughs> it's on here because of Jay-Z. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, listen. You can't give me half. You can't give me half a Jay Z album and say it's a Jay Electronica debut album. I don't know if you agree with me. It's supposed to be a Jay E album, but it turned into a Jay Z album. Exactly, but uh, yeah, I mean, bro, if you listen to to some of the stuff that Jay Z saying on there, like the bars are just it just goes so hard, and I'll I'll take any excuse to listen to Jay Z. Yeah. One of my favorite lyricists of all time. My favorite yeah. bar of the year was on one of the songs on there. The bar goes, I named my son, sir. You gotta call my son, sir. He's already knighted. He ain't even out his romper. Bruh. I'm naming my son, sir. You <laughs> yeah, hey, man, I fucking loved 444. Like, when, yeah. back in 2017 when that came out, man, I think that was one of my favorites of the year. Same. So, yeah, this is pretty much a similar sound for Jay. I think yeah. this album was also pretty... Had a lot of no ID production. It did. Yeah. Oh, no. And also, ID the Alchemist. Uh, oh, the Alchemist is a fucking legend. I, I love, love I love the Alchemist he's, as well, man. He's one of my favorite producers. Same. Amen. But apparently, no he is. apparently he can actually spit as well. Yeah, he does have some older stuff where he raps, but mm, yeah, this, never heard it. But yeah, clearly a beat maker first because he doesn't do it that often. Yeah. But yeah, it's some older stuff where he does rap. But uh, yeah. Um, no ID actually executive produced uh, Logic's new album. I heard about that, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. listen to it just because I'm not really a Logic fan, so... I listened to it because uh, I was a fan of like his some of his earlier stuff, so mm -hmm. I wanted to check this out because just the fact that it was uh, his last album, obviously not forever, like, no rapper actually... Ret no creative actually retires. Well, like, at, at whenever, that age, at least, yeah. Like, like, whenever someone... Whenever an artist says they're retiring, what that means is... They're just not going to release new work for like a few years, maybe. Like you know, you know the the yeah. More and and they they will definitely create more, and eventually they might release some of it. You know. You know the funny thing is to me, it's like it seems like there's so many Def Jam artists that do this. Because if you remember, Jay Z in 2013 <laughs> was like, "Yeah, I'm going to retire." <laughs> four <laughs> years like later, he comes back and released 444. Jay-Z retired like a half a dozen times. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but um, yeah, with Logic, like I c he's not go, he's not retiring, bro. He's going on fucking maternity leave. He's got yeah. a child now. He's, he wants to, it looks like he wants to be sort of like a stay-at-home dad and like really take care of his kids. So mm. 
yeah, he's just good for him. Good for good for logic, honestly. But yeah. Um, then what do I have off the written testimony? Okay, then I have Lil Uzi Vert's album Eternal to Take. But I actually, yeah. it's it's the deluxe version for me is what I put on here, which is uh, Lil Uzi Vert versus the World Part Two, and. Yeah. Um, I could never really get into Vert's music. Like I like I like his sound a mm-hmm. bit, and I like his like style and aesthetic. But hey, the content and his lyrics, they were just always so lacking in my opinion. I mean, yeah, uh, the, the lyrics aren't really what you come for when you're listening to Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, it's kind of just like the sound of everything. It's 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 hype in my opinion, and I like I like the sound of hype. Let me put it like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then after that, then I have. Another posthumous album, Juice World's Legends Damn, Never bro. Die. Why are you not dead on your list? Bro, I don't know. I just listen to a whole bunch of dead people. Mm. But yeah, rest how, in peace, Juice how, World. How fucking high is Juice World? Three. No, four. Four. Damn. That's wild. Cause yeah. I haven't, I haven't listened to his album, but I did listen to those singles that became big hits, right? I fucking hated every one of them. Really? I, yeah. I don't know. I like. I, I, I think the, the legends never die. Like when I first started listening to it, I actually just turned it off immediately. I was like, I don't like this. And then I listened to it a week later, and I finished the rest of it, and it was, it resonated me with uh, a lot. So yeah, that's yeah. that's why it's on here. Um, the second half of the album is really where, like, it's just really good music for me, personally. Yeah. Um, then yeah, for me, I found yep. he was his shit was just very whiny, very misogynistic, and didn't make a lot of sense. Like, like, like I remember this this motherfucker had a song where he was like, "I can't change you, so I must I replace, must replace you. you." And his very other big hit was "All Girls Are the Same." So, Juice, Juice, let's say this misogynistic belief is true. What's replacing the girl gonna do if they're all the same, bruh? <laughs> Hey man, don't don't overthink it. Otherwise, you're gonna ruin it for me. Please. <laughs> Stay woke, bro. No, I'd prefer not to in this case. Use your brain. These I would. Make no sense. I would prefer Bruh. to not use my brain in this Dude case. Lyric sounds like a teenager who's got his heart broken for the first time, and now he he hates all the women, bro. And he and, and, and but the, but you can clearly see. Okay, this is a bit childish. Hey man, that's a very that's a very real uh, emotion for a lot of people. So yeah, man, Ev- everyone's a heartbroken teenager at some point. Exactly. Yeah? Every- <laughs> everyone has music that they vent to. I remember back when, I-, I remember, oh man, back in my day, Eminem and Linkin Park were what people went to when they wanted to be angry and whiny. <laughs> I love Linkin Link- Linkin Park's hybrid theory is a classic, no matter the generation, bruh. Like, I remember being so surprised when I found out when that album came out just because, like, me and my friends got into it so heavy. Yeah. As if it was something that came out, like, recently, back in, like, uh, 2011, 2012, whenever I started, like, high school. Probably. Wait. I was, I, was, I was in grade six when I got to Summer Strand, and you were in grade eight, right? Was I in, if I was in grade eight, I, that was great. That was. 2000 and Wait, hang on, hang on. Wow. Are you two years older than me? I was born in 98. You were born in 2000. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, okay. so yeah, you, you, were, you were in grade 8 in 2012. Yeah. Shit, man. That's, and, and if you're American, that's not even the start of high school. If you're American, I technically started high school 
in 2013. Yeah. Bro, do you know how long it took me to figure this out? Uh, American high school, right? Senior year is matric, grade 12. Junior year is grade 11. Um, S- sophomore, sophomore year is, is, grade, grade, 10, yeah? is grade 10, yeah. yeah. And then freshman year is grade 9, yeah. and grade 8 is part of elementary school for them. Yeah, it's Ele- it's so weird. Ele- elementary school is... Bro, Durban basically has elementary schools. They call them secondary primary or something like that. And it's, yeah, it's like you get primary schools and you get this weird middle one. But like middle back school. in Cape Town, back in Cape Town when I was living there, I remember it was just primary schools, high schools. Yeah. This weird middle ground. Same, exist, yeah. But, I don't even yeah. know why it has to exist. It's not like, it's not that big of a jump, like from it's, grade it's, nine. Like, you know, bro, you, the more schools you have, the more teachers you can employ, you, you got to think about the economy, man. It's not about efficiency. It's, it's about money. <laughs> true, true. It's capitalism. Anyway, um, then... But my... also, you know, I reckon yeah. if there's like a lot of kids, maybe it is good to split them up. But yeah, I don't know. Like, how, the, the, the way pe- people split up um, kids and age is a bit arbitrary, but splitting up the genders in schools is stupid, in my opinion. mm you know how you get boys' schools and girls' schools. Yeah, I also don't don't uh, yeah. mess with that. Anyway, then uh, my top three albums aren't really in the in a, a particular order because I just cannot figure out which one I like the most yeah? and the least out of these three. So I'm just gonna give them to you. I have "Music to Be Murdered By" by Eminem. I have mm-hmm. "RTJ4" by Run the Jewels, and I have "The Allegory" by Royster Five Nine. All three of them are the albums that I've been playing the most this year. The songs yeah. I keep going back to are all from these three albums, so that's why they're in the top three. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't want to spoil anything from my list, but yeah, I feel you with RTJ. Mm. Um, I, didn't, I didn't actually listen to that new Eminem album. I had no interest in it. <laughs> yeah. I did hear Fair Godzilla enough. on Lyrical Lemonade because it has a video there. And it, all right like m- music to be murdered by it from what i could tell seemed to basically just be eminem rapping like okay you can rap good bro this is dope but i kind of already knew this yeah I, 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 I just love this i love the album like there's it's definitely a little bit bloated like there's some stuff that could definitely be taken out but i just love listening to eminem rap and rhyme and bend words and everything just let him do his thing that's that's the eminem that i love so pretty much there we go mm. that's it yeah, uh, I think for me, the reason that I wasn't really interested in it, right? Because this album and Kamikaze just seemed to be a reaction to Revival. Because Revival, he put a, there was clearly a lot of effort into that album. And I think we can all agree it was pretty bad. You know, so like when Kamikaze came out and I was like, oh, okay. So you thought the way to improve was to just get rid of all the concepts because clearly you're bad at them or something. And like, yeah, man, like, I don't know, like, Eminem's a good rapper. I don't need him to prove that again to people. Mm. Like, if he feels he needs to prove that again to people, fine. But I'm, I'm, I don't really care too much to hear him do that, you know? I think, I think Eminem just needs to make some mixtapes, really. Like, forget about the concepts, just rap, bro. That's all I want to hear. Yeah? Yeah. Honestly, I, I would like him to make a proper album again. And just like, because the last one he did was just bad. Revival was bad. And this, like... I want him to make a good album, you know what I mean? I mean, the thing is, like, Revival, if it was just executed a little bit better, like, it could have been been really good, because there there was some content on there that really is like, wow, okay, this is pretty pretty dope. 
honestly, half half the album I kind of liked, but Me the too. more I went back to it, I realized it was the concepts I liked rather than the actual content. <laughs> Mm. You know, like the execution is just where it all falls apart, man. Yeah, I mean, at the, at the album. very least, at the very least, when I when I listen to any Eminem album, whether people consider it good or bad, I'm just going there to listen to some good rapping. Let's just put it like that. Yeah, and then obviously you're one of the biggest Royce the Five Nine fans. Yeah, I think the oh, I can't even remember the last one I listened to, but I think it was back in 2016 or 17. I remember mm-hmm. it was a big mixtape, and he actually remixed a bunch of like trap songs that were popped in that year i think that was 2016 yeah yeah and yeah i really like that mixtape but yeah um for me royce again it's been a lot of like okay he's rapping and he's proving he can rap but i want to hear a proper album and uh well his his 2018 album the book of ryan is amazing yeah yeah oh yeah i think i heard that uh i think i heard it once all the way through which was, I think it was 2015 that Layers came out. Was it Layers, right? Layers was 2016, was... I think. Ah, yeah, just... so it was Layers. Yeah, Layers was the last album that, yeah, okay, this is a good-ass album from the guy. But I haven't really been keeping up with his stuff since then. Ah. And then, uh, really? obviously, RTJ, I'm pretty sure we can both agree that, that that definitely deserves a placement on top 10. <sighs> yeah, man. You want to hear my list? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm done with mine now, so... Let's start with the honorable mentions. My honorable mentions are going to start off with uh, three albums that technically came out in 2019, but I only got around to listening to them uh, this year. Okay, let me get my phone out real quick. Hold up, they All came right, out in so 2018? 19. Oh, okay, last year. Okay. okay. I thought you said 2018. All right. Well, if I did, that was an accident. <laughs> okay. There's, I think you pronounce her name... Uh, Lolo Zhao. The album is called High Highs to Low Lows. And it's a really fun album to put on. You know, it's very poppy, but it's kind of like that pop trap sound that's good for like turning up, but in like a light way, you know, you're like, you're not really getting hyped. You just, yeah, this is cool. You know, you're chilled, but also, you know, yeah, it's very, it's a very cool album. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Then there's Grumster, which is a punk album. Uh, the album's called Underwhelmed by a group uh, called Grumster. I think they're out the Bay Area in California. This was just a, probably my favorite sort of like rock punk album uh, so far that I've heard recently. Uh, and then the the last honorable mention from last year was is Kemba. The album's called Gilda. And Kemba's previous album, Migas, was my favorite album of 2016. That is a masterpiece and a half for us. So I was so hyped i've been waiting all these years from 2016 bruh for this motherfucker's uh next album and so i was actually really uh a little disappointed that I, it, it dropped and i didn't even know because again this came out in 2019 and i only got around to it this year Damn. Hey, but when i when i saw it came out i immediately listened to it and yeah this is kemba man he's out of new york city never he, heard of him he's he's one of the he's 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 one of the greats of this generation in my opinion he's very underground that's so most people probably haven't heard of him but he is incredible bro like please anyone i'm I'm gonna have to go listen to this yeah and then um other than that man like uh oh man like uh, um charlie xcx released an album how i'm feeling now that's just another good pop album algiers released an album this year called there is no year which, hey, how to, way to sum up the truth, man. There is no year in 2020. 
very and that true. was just another good punk album and yeah watsky released an album called placement this year mm-hmm. uh, i really like watsky's music i think it's x infinity was the out al- his 2016 album is really amazing so i was hyped for this one i didn't like it that much so that's why it doesn't get a proper place but yeah it's just some good art rap man like this guy can spit you know um and then, yeah and then for the list proper oh um, hang on b- b- before you get into the yeah? list I just realized that I'm blind because I missed out on two of my honorable mentions. Which yeah, yeah, were, yeah. What's the, what are they? One was Kehlani's album. It was good until it wasn't. And, uh, yeah. and Jesse Reyes' album, Before Love Came to Kill Us. Ah, man, Jesse Reyes. I, sh- I-, I should check out her album. Uh, mm, I remember very, her mixtape back in 2017 was incredible. Yeah, she's good, eh? I, ca- I kind of fell off listening to her because I didn't really like some of the newest stuff she was making as she started getting more famous, like oh, a yeah. lot of those more like poppy singles that she was doing. I think she made some soundtrack work that I didn't like is what it was. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I should, okay. I should check out this album, yeah. But yeah. I heard Kalani's album was pretty good, but... Yeah, I haven't Very gotten around to checking that out because I'm not a big fan of hers either. But yeah, you know, she's dope. I get why people like her, you know. Okay, to get into my list proper now, number 10. Tell me if you remember a dude named Asher Roth, bruh. Sorry, could you say that again? Asher Roth. Asher Rock, no. <laughs> Roth. Roth. Uh, Asher Roth. R-O-T-H. He had, a, he had a big hit back in the day about loving college and it was basically a drinking song. But... Yeah, like, he's been around for a while, but he's definitely fell off. Like, this is a guy that used to be famous, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, remember when Mike Post had that new big hit recently? Right, right. Yeah, but Asher Rod, man, like, he, this, is, this is his newest album, Flowers on the Weekend. I decided to check out what he's been doing, because I kind of liked his stuff. And yeah, this album was, it's okay, it's very light, it's very fun, it's very happy, you know. It, it's got a little Yachty feature, man. <laughs> How could I forget you know? to put the Weekends album on my thing? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> continue, continue. <laughs> it's got a buddy feature, and that's a uh, that's a dude that's pretty popping. You know, um, yeah, a, a buddy's pretty cool. Up and coming dude. That's yeah. Uh, after that, I have O Seven O Shake. Um, oh, okay. I like I like Shake actually. You know her? Yeah, yeah because uh, she was on. She was singing on um, some of the good Kanye music stuff, stuff right? that came out in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it must have been because of Kanye's stuff that you know her. Yeah. Yeah, and also, also yeah, she was on she was on Daytona. She does some background vocals on Daytona. Ah, yeah, she did um and her album this year, Modus Vivendi. It's just it's basically to describe it simply, it's like experimental R and B, and yeah, I think it's pretty good. Mm, I should check oh, yeah, that out. Uh, Lauren Sanderson. Yeah, Lauren Sanderson released an an album that was a bit R and B. She's another rapper, but uh, yeah. That one, that album has a few good tracks as well, but it's called Mid- Midwest Kids Can Make It Big. But yeah, that one didn't really make it on the list proper. But yeah, after that, uh, number seven is an album by a rapper with the name Sadistic. Uh, Sadistic. The, yeah. Does that so describe him? Prob- yeah, yeah, I mean, he's basically a horrorcore rapper. Like, there's a lot of like dark imagery and a lot of like. Uh, religious like, I- imagery as well mm-hmm. but yeah the album's called delirium and i think he's just you know if you're a fan of like suicide boys yeah this is a guy worth checking out and also because you're a fan of lyrics yeah this guy can spit bro okay okay after that is princess nokia or nokia depending on how you pronounce that phone name <laughs> but, uh, she 
she actually released two albums this year, uh, both at the same time. Like it was a double album kind of thing, but there were two separate albums entirely. Uh, That's pretty cool. Separate her. It was basically to separate her two different styles. And I thought about putting both the albums on the list one time, like I did with Brockhampton stuff. But I realized I liked one of the albums way more than than the other. So mm. at number uh, six is Princess Nokia, Everything is Beautiful. So that's a spoiler for the album I like more. And this is the one that's a bit more jazzy. Uh, she's, she's a very you know weird person, but she's also a very soulful and she's a good spreader. And yeah, this was her most more soulful, uh, jazzier album. And then after that, number, I think I'm at six now? Let's, let's just go with six. Uh, Chloe and Haley, Ungodly Hour. Probably my favorite R&B album of the year so far. I actually didn't even There's listen to that one yet. I, I, I've been planning yeah. to listen to it, but I've just never gotten around to it. Uh, bruh, um, the album as a whole is pretty good. But there, yeah, there is a good, at least depending on, on your mood, there's a, a good two or five tracks that are just exceptional no matter when you play them. Like, ah, I, I, I'm trying to get my phone to load so I can see the names. Yeah, Forgive Me is probably my favorite thing off this album. Tipsy is pretty good as well. Do It as well. Yeah, just it's just a very good album, man. Mm. Yeah, you should check it out. Um, number five is the is a project I said that's technically an EP, which is Mick Jenkins' uh, latest project, The Circus. Right. Yeah, that's just... I, Mick Jenkins is a big name in sort of the jazz rap scene, and for good reason, man. He's such an incredible artist like Mick I, Jenkins I is pretty good like yeah it. yeah like um I remember I didn't really like his the healing good as well like honestly this dude is good at songs man like if you look up his music videos song after song is amazing you know maybe when it comes to a full album he might not be able to do it you know his ideas justice but for a song man drowning with bad bad not good uh, there's so many songs of this guy's that are just incredible, you know? On mm. this album specifically, Carefree is pretty good, and that's actually a song that has a video, so yeah. That's dope. Uh, number four, yeah, we're at four, is Suicide Boys. The Suicide Boys released a pretty short album this year, but, you know, that's what I want from them, because their style doesn't really change up that much, so yeah. I actually didn't short, even, I didn't even know they released an album this year. I would have listened to it if that was the case. Bro, you... No, you said that on the first episode of the podcast. Was that this? But was album. that this year though? Was that this year's album? I thought we were talking about yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh damn. Okay, I'm very it behind out, then. It came <laughs> out in February. Oh wow. Okay. Seven tracks. Twenty-four minutes. It's called "Stop Staring at the Shadows." Uh, oh wait! Stop staring at the shadows. I actually did listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Scrum actually released uh, a solo album this year? It's called A Man Rose from the Dead. I need to check that out. Scrum is pretty good. It's 15 minutes, and, it's, and it came out more recently, uh, the 15th of the 5th. The 5th was last month? No, two months ago, June, right? Uh, the 5th, May. Yeah, uh, May. So yeah, 15th of May just came out. Okay. It's much longer, and honestly, it didn't end up on my list because I really wanted to like it because I think Scrum is probably my favorite of the two Suicide Boys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like there was maybe just one or two tracks on this thing that I really liked. The rest of it, 
I wasn't really feeling the sound he was going for the most of the album, but yeah, he has a solo album if you if you care to listen. I would, yeah, I would definitely be down to check that out. Damn. At number three is the other Princess Nokia album, Everything Sucks. This is the more trap, more horrorcore one. It's it's so fun, man. Like it's it's dark, but in a very fun way. Uh, although there are the, the the last track is ooh like it it. The writing style is done in this sort of like simple sort of like rock song kind of way, like doing a very simple punk track. But yeah. the content, man, is just so it's heartbreaking that final track. But yeah, this this is but for, uh, apart from that final track, this is just an album of banger off the banger off the banger. It's so dope. Sounds crazy, man. Yeah, everything sucks by Princess Nokia. After that, everything sucks. Long... I'll check it out. Yeah. Where was I? Oh yeah. Number two, The Long Goodbye by Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed is an actor. He was in Rogue One, famous movie. You might have seen him. He was also in Venom. But, uh, yeah, yeah, another big movie. You might have seen him. Uh, yeah, he's a British. Uh, he's, he's also Pakistani. And yeah, this is a really good album. And I mentioned him being Pakistani because this album does deal with themes of colonialism and, you know, how the way England colonized the world but it's it's from the concept of being a breakup album like he's talking about this girl Brittany mm-hmm. who is just Britannia Britain <laughs> wow okay that's pretty interesting yeah and yeah it's, it's it's a really good album the only thing is it's a bit short like it's 22 minutes and that's like 15 tracks and the reason it's 15 tracks but only 22 minutes is because it's got like an interlude of it's like there's an interlude in between every track but it kind of it kind of makes sense because he's got Mindy Carlin doing an interlude, uh, uh, Mashala doing an interlude. I, I, if I sorry if I didn't pronounce that right. Chabadi from um, People Just Do Nothing, a dope ass comedy show, uh, is on this as well. Uh, who else? Who else? Yara Shahidi is does an interlude, and yeah, basically just a bunch of Hassan Minaj does an interlude. Oh wow! Okay. A bunch of a bunch of famous. Um, Mostly comedians. Indian, but also just other like uh, people of color, you know, uh-huh. just on this album doing the interludes. And yeah, for the most part, they are comedians. That's cool. But like some actors as well, just showbiz people, I guess, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it's a really good concept album. I really love it. And then at number one, not to you know, great minds think alike, bro, but RTJ Four. Mm. Man, this thing is just so fucking good you know like yeah I, I thought i might not like it because because in the in the time between rtj3 and rtj4 so much has happened that has like dampened my opinion of like uh killer mike in particular but man this album is so fucking good man bro yeah. it's, <laughs> i cannot stress enough how much i love that album <laughs> it's crazy like, i don't know what to say it's just it's just incredible <laughs> Yeah, hundred yeah. percent, man. Um, and that's my list, man. Okay, um, I I figured something that we could do real quick. Um, yeah. Is maybe give our favorite songs like from from each album, like our f- one one of your favorite songs from each album. I'll go real quick because I just I was just writing all mine down. You can go look at your track list and stuff while I'm doing mine. I yeah, I literally have not done that. Yeah, let all. me let me do let me go real quick. Um, so from from the pop from the pop smoke album my favorite song is paranoia from the album uh with young mm-hmm. thug and gunner 
My favorite song from Joel Ortiz and King Crooked, Crooked's album is Wolves. Favorite song from Drake's mixtape is Chicago Freestyle. My favorite song from Circles by Mac Miller is Good News. My favorite song by th- uh, from the J Electronica album is The Blinding and The Ghost of Soldier Slim, but I don't know which one to pick, so I just put two. Um, is, is The Blinding the one with Travis? Yes. Then That's probably the best song on there. Yeah. And the song right before that as well is really good, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, then the song... My favorite song from Eternal Take from Lil Uzi Vert is Part 2, which is just because it gave me so much nostalgia back to 2017, because it's literally the second part of EXO Tour Life to the people who know what I'm talking about. Um, my favorite song from Juice World's Legends Never Die album was Wishing Well and Righteous. Then... Okay, then Music To Be Murdered By, I'm really having a tough go of deciding what my favorite song is, but I'll just give you four. My favorite songs were I Will, You Gon' Learn, yeah. Unaccommodating, Lock It Up with Anderson Pack, um, Godzilla with Juice World, and Premonition. And also, I Will has everyone from Slaughterhouse on it except for Joe Budden, and You Gon' Learn has Black, I mean, um, uh, what's this guy's name? White Gold on it, and Royce the Five Nine. Then, my favorite songs from RTJ4 were Ooh La La. Love that song as soon as it came out, and I just keep on playing Ooh, it. Yeah. Uh, out of Sight, I love that song. Because, like, I mean, I like 2 Chains. 2 Chains is, is pretty cool as well. And um, Just, amazing song. The one with the Pharrell Williams and, and yeah. Zach Della Ro- Rocha. And you then. The video that came out the other day. I right? did, yeah. It's pretty dope. Oh, that's dope, wasn't it? And then my favorite, the other other songs were Pulling the Pin and A Few Words for the Firing Squad from that album. Then my three favorite songs from The Allegory by Royster59 were Black Savage, Overcomer with um, West Side Gun, and FUBU with Conway the Machine. Black Savage also has T.I., um, Saiha the Prince. West Side Gun, yeah, West Side Gun and Conway, they're cousins, aren't they? I'm not sure of the relation. I just know they're in the same rap group. Yeah, I, I believe they both got signed to Eminem's album. I um, label. Yeah, the, around the same time. Their whole, the, well, their whole group, Griselda, they all got signed as as a group. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. That that's pretty much mine. Um, what about you? All right, let's go. Uh, going off Princess Nokia's albums first, then. Um, from Everything Is Beautiful, Sugar Honey Ice Tea was the the single from that album there's a music video for that and that's that's a dope ass song man yeah you know um for princess nokia's other album the opener harley quinn is dope man mm-hmm. oh crazy house and welcome to the circus are super dope i like him is has a video and yeah that's another dope track practice and balenciaga i like going back to woes is really cool just because of it has this really so like punk like melodic kind of like rock star kind of feel to it like almost like a little peep track mm. and yeah um from now nah, let's uh i think i mentioned from chloe and Haley's album i really liked forgive me but yeah tipsy is dope as well uh do it is you know it's a single for a reason uh mick jenkins ep i mentioned it was what's it called carefree yeah carefree was the song and right. the other song I really liked was Flaunt and The Foot. Yeah, honestly, this whole EP, it's like all of them. 
um, the first track is a little bit softer than the others, so that's yeah. the only light uh, criticism I have. And then the third track, the light featuring Earth Gang, uh, you know, it, it's good, but it's good, but like I really prefer, you know, the solo stuff Mick has on this EP. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I'm down to listen to anything that has Earth Gang in, so yeah. I might check that out. I mean, with with Seven O, uh, Shake and Suicide Boys, it's really just the whole album, man. Like it, it's got a unified sound throughout you know right like i'm really gonna have to go back to them to find the ones with like my favorite themes or lyrics to fair get. enough i mean w- when you listen to a suicide boys album you know exactly what you're gonna get it's pretty much just the whole yeah like i'd say the whole album is one big song usually on a suicide boys album i mean th- that's a, like that's a legitimate way to make an album man to have a sound you know yeah like, you don't really see that much with like mainstream artists yeah and artists like nowadays who who have a plethora of like inspirations but yeah that generally is the way you make an album man you have a sound for the album and suicide boys have a sound as an artist you know of course i mean obviously that's also hard to do as well because then you might get people complaining that the album is too like uh repetitive you know i i I hear that a lot from critics but like at the same time it's like you've come here for this idea of an album so Mm. that's what you're gonna get like like honestly man like it goes either way because if you go, you could end up sounding repetitive mm. or you could end up sounding like you don't have a voice or a style, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like but then uh, from Riz Ahmed's The Long Goodbye, the Long Goodbye, my favorite tracks are probably Toba Tech Thing, which is like the first big banger after the introduction. Uh, Moga- Mogambo is another really dope song. That has a video, so you can, you know, check that out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um... The opener that explains the thing is pretty good too, but yeah, that's a. Uh, let me go to RTJ now. Oh no, let me say Sadistics album. I really like Pet Cemetery. I really like Thad the Impaler. Yeah, the, the you know the whole the album has some like really dope points in that EP. Um, and then with RTJ four, yeah man, like, Just is probably my favorite track mm. on this thing but um oh out of sight was the one with two chains yeah th- mm. that that was dope just for the hearing two chains on an rtg rtj track yeah the opener is amazing yankee and the brave Ulala is good too but honestly man this whole album incredible absolutely agree with you on that yeah so uh when you were talking about your albums there was something that i said i i, I definitely want to go check out what do you remember what that was um let me just get my list I remember you said you wanted you might check out the Pop Smoke album. Yeah. Um, and I think I and I made a note oh, the jo- the Joel the, the Joel Ortiz and King Crooked album. Yeah. It was just those two. I was like, yeah, maybe I should check this out. Yeah, because I mean, I'm looking at everything else, and I mean, you didn't really you don't really like Lil Uzi Vert and the Eminem album. You said you didn't you weren't gonna check out. I don't know if you I can't remember if you said you were gonna check out Royce's album or not. Uh, I'm, I'm, I might change my mind on the Eminem album and the Royce one just because like I know you like it so. Yeah, maybe it's worth a shot. Mm. Then again, uh, uh, to a lot of people, I I listen to whack music to a lot of people. So, (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time, I listen to whatever they listen to as well. I listen to everything. That's that's the thing. Okay, I think that I think that's it. Um, Thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate it. Um, Tune in next time. We have. Yeah, yeah, internet ghost. I hope you. Yeah, it's it's a shitty day here in Durban, bro. Really? It didn't storm. I remember yesterday, 
and I was telling you it was gonna storm. Yeah. It didn't storm, but it rained, and it was. It's just been raining, like light rain, but just constantly, and the sky is just. There's barely any light out, and honestly, I love it, but it means there's like no light, in in my room. To and you know what I mean. Bro, I, I mean, like the... in in Cape Town, well, at least where I am, I don't know yeah. if if, it, if this truly reflects the whole of Cape Town, but it's just been so windy. And the wind is like ice cold, bro. Like my hands literally hurt oh, yeah. after going outside yesterday. Oh, man. Bro, can you believe I actually get homesick for that for that painful wind in Cape? Like Cape Town wind, I miss it sometimes just mm. because of you know the climate's different here in Durban. Yeah, I'd, I yeah. I have to say I don't like Durban climate because I just I just don't like hot weather, and that that's not yeah, just hot. It's like, like dense. It's it literally feels like you're walking in there. cotton. Like it literally feels like you're walking in cotton. Yeah, bro, because it's hot and humid. It's a yeah. swamp out here. But it is a swamp. Yeah, like you know me, man. I'm always wearing jackets. I don't own any shorts, so yeah, I I like it to be colder, and I like the aesthetic of like a cloudy day. And yeah, rain. like me too. Anyone who listens to my music can guess that just with how like lo-fi and dark it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>